0: Today's episode is brought to you by DB Journey. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed, developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. I'm actually looking at these online right now. Uh, dude, these are really, really nice backpacks. I, I always hate that. That drives me crazy every single day. I got my, my wallet in my in my pocket. I got my keys. I got my phone. I got my hand sanitizer. I got my mask. It's just too much. Uh, how cool would it be to have one of these backpacks and you just hook up the keys to the little latch there. You hook up the uh, hand sanitizer so it's always ready to go. Uh, $159. Uh, with our discount... Since we're teaming up with DB, that's 10% off. You can get a really, really good bag uh, for under $150. Bucks. You, you really can't beat that. Uh, it's for our listeners only uh, by using the code POD10 or going to the link in my show notes. DB, it's time to move on, time to get going. That's DB Journey. Hey, what's up everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 186, Drink Until Your Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your weekend going? How the hell was your week? Uh you guys out there watching football. I am not. I am a preseason uh bahumbug. You know what? Scrooge. I hate preseason. I don't want to see it. I want to see the finalized team. I don't care who's on the field. Uh, I I just got this schedule, actually. My beautiful fiancé grabbed this when she went into the gas station the other day. Uh, I was just in the mood to drink. When was it? Saturday? For whatever reason, you know, normally I save the drinking for this podcast, but for some reason, Saturday, I just had to have some seltzers. Uh, What did I end up having? Um, It wasn't Bud Light. Uh, It wasn't Topo Chico, which is actually... I've talked about this probably the last five or six podcasts. Topo Chico, Strawberry Guava, that wins the award for me. That's the best one I've tried. Oh, I did some White Claw. That's what it was. Black Sherry's pretty good. Lime's all right. Mango's pretty good. Uh, but it gets the job done for way fewer calories. Anyway, so moving on. Uh, Dallas Cowboys preseason. Not paying attention, but I did get the regular season schedule. Uh, September 9th, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We just can't catch a break. You know, they're going to come out hot with Tom Brady, you know, uh, coming off the Super Bowl win. So they're going to raise the banner and we're going to have to stand there and watch and think about (laughs) how many years it's, it's been since we've had that happen to us. You know, they get the rings and all that shit. Um, that's going to be a bad night. I'm calling it now. I'm saying that's a loss. I mean, Tom Brady coming off a Super Bowl win. I mean, they might let one slide. You know, you got to take a break sometime. Uh, who we got after that? Los Angeles Chargers. That's away. Eagles. The hated Eagles. The Panthers. Giants. Those three are at home. Eagles, Panthers, Giants. Um, I'm just not believing in home field advantage uh, for my Cowboys really much anymore. Uh, after that, we got the Patriots. Then it's a bye week. Minnesota Vikings, Denver Broncos, Atlanta Falcons at home. Um, I'm, I'm, I get the feeling those Falcons are still really good. I, I could be wrong. Maybe that ship has sailed. I'm not sure. I, you know, just looking at this schedule, I don't see a lot of teams that we can beat. At least, you know, we had Dalton last year. Prescott was out. Um, unless he's really turned the ship around. And I'm not saying Prescott's a bad quarterback. I don't think he deserved the money he got. He's not a terrible quarterback. I've definitely seen worse, but uh, he's going to have to prove something this season. You're making all that money. So is Zeke. you know. And, and from the sounds of it, Zeke has been really public about it. You know, He's pissed off la- from last year. He's had one of his worst seasons of all time since he's been in the league, and he's determined uh, to turn it around. That's what you want to hear from your running back. Uh, who else we got? Kansas City Chiefs, Sunday, November 21st. That's a that's going to be a loss, isn't it? Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. It's usually a win. New Orleans Saints, they're not quite the same. That's probably a win. Washington football team, uh, which, you know, they're steering away from the Redskins. They're now the Washington football team. There's another team that did that, too, in baseball. I think this is the last season it'll be the Cleveland Indians. The next season... They're going to be the Cleveland Guardians, which I actually like that name. That goes along the same lines of, you know, the Angels. What was the Disney movie? Angels in the Outfield. You know, it's kind of the same thing. Guardians, Protectors, Angels. I kind of like the name. Uh, Anyways, who else we got? Who do we say? Oh, New York Giants. Okay, and then we got Washington again, Arizona Cardinals at home, and then the Philadelphia Eagles. Um. Just a good mix of start times. There's some at noon, there's some at 325, there's some at 720 at night. Let's see, one, two, there's three games at 720 at night, and they're all away games. Um, So hopefully my Cowboys will do something this season. I haven't even mentioned what I'm drinking so far. I am drinking my Canadian Peak Whiskey with a little bit of Coke I stole from my fiance that she doesn't know about yet. Uh, I'm sure I'll hear hear about that when I go back inside. So if you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Oh, and I am fighting through a little bit of heartburn. And I'm just thinking today, like looking back at what I ate, I had a couple of sandwiches. I didn't really eat anything for breakfast, had a little bit of coffee. I can't figure out what this heartburn is coming from. Um, And then I realized last night we went to Wendy's (laughs) And I didn't, would you get, a four for four, Chris? No, that's normally what I get. You get the burgers, the nuggets, the half-assed fries. Dude, I'm telling you guys, once every six times at Wendy's, you'll get a good batch of fries, dude. I swear to God, these one we didn't even finish them last night. They were so terrible. It was like yesterday's fries, that they didn't bother to heat up. They didn't bother to salt. They didn't even try to dress them up for us. They're just like, here, here's your fucking fries. Um with your Baconator. That's what I got. That's what I ordered. I forget, was it number two or number three? Is there anything that makes you feel like a piece of shit more, just a fat American piece of shit than eating a Baconator? Like just saying the name, like I was ashamed of myself to order it. You know, I'm ordering for my daughter. I'm like, yeah, let me get the kids, you know, nugget meal ordering for my fiance. I'm like, yeah, let me get a four for four. You know, what kind of, what kind of burger? I want the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger with fries and nuggets and a Sprite to drink. And then it's my order. And I'm like a Baconator, the biggest burger. You know, the most embarrassing question they ask after you have to say Baconator is they're like, how many patties do you want? <laughs> I'm just like, oh God, uh, whatever it comes with, man. And, uh, you know, that, that should be good. That should be enough. And they're like, what size combo? I'm like, large. Dude, this cup was ridiculous, man. The size of this cup, you know, foreigners laugh at us a lot of time. I don't know if you guys know this, but foreigners laugh at us. There's no such thing as refills. You get one small, like, cup for your soda or your tea or whatever the hell you're drinking, and that's it. If you want another one, you're gonna pay at least, you know, American dollars, $2, probably pushing $3 for another one. Here it's just like you pay the two dollars, and my mindset is like I'm gonna get my money's worth. If I'm eating inside, I'm gonna fill this giant cup uh, at least three times, and that's gonna be I'm gonna get my money back on it. Uh, That's just a terrible. That's backwards, you know. We're not thinking about health over here. I guess the only thing that like shames me more, and I don't know why. Like ordering the Baconator. The other thing that shames me probably a little bit more is ordering donuts. And I don't know why. I've had this since I was a little kid. You know, I'd always tell my mom what I wanted because I didn't want to order it. I just felt like a piece of shit. You know, you just feel shitty. Like I didn't do anything to prepare this food. This food is not an animal you hunt. It's some made up processed bullshit with sugar all over it. And I'm going to stuff my face with about six donuts And three pigs in a blanket before, you know, the morning starts. That's never a good start to the morning. Uh, I just, I've always felt like, even now, you know, I'm excited. Oh, you kids want donuts? Kids are like, yeah, donuts. I'm like, well, guess what? We left the house early enough. We can stop and get donuts. You guys did a great job getting up and getting dressed and having good attitudes. And we stopped to get donuts. And I'm just, I'm feeling like a piece of shit. Like, I don't want anybody walking in the door behind me while I'm ordering donuts. Like I get very territorial. You know, somebody walks in, i just like, I'm all of a sudden in a bad mood. All right, let me do my order. Let me get half a dozen chocolate, half a dozen glaze, six pigs in a blanket. Let me get a cinnamon twist for the wife. Let me get a pink sprinkled donut for the kiddos. One a piece. You just feel shitty. Um, Baconator, definitely second place. I'm trying to think of other places... Where you just feel bad about ordering... Oh, that's the other one, Starbucks. I don't feel bad about ordering at Starbucks. I just feel like a creep. You know, with the Venti, ice... Just the sizes, all in Italian. You gotta say it their way. What's the other place that made you say the goofy shit? I hate... I would never order... Oh, was it McDonald's? Oh, I wish I could remember. They just make you say the dumbest shit... To order the food and I hate it. Super embarrassing. So anyways, that's the reason for my heartburn today. Uh, you might get a pause out of me to, to barf real quick. It's that bad. It's just like, you know, you can feel it burning in the back of your throat. Uh, that Baconator really got me, man. What a piece of shit move to order that. (laughs) You're trying to be healthy. You're working out. That's how you know you just gave up for the day. You know, this was lunchtime. I had done pretty good. I just had coffee in the morning. And I just blew it all <laughs> on a Wendy's Baconator, which I'm not gonna lie was delicious. And I I looked pregnant after eating said burger. It was awful, but I you know I definitely wasn't hungry for the rest <laughs> the rest of the day. You can convince yourself you're counting calories that way. You can convince yourself, oh well, I just eat this one time a day and I'm good. But you know those late night snacks. They creep up on you. We got the Oreos. We got the cookies. Um, I swear to God, that's my next tattoo. I'm going to get the cookie monster, and my fiance is going to get a little cookie on her because I'm literally the cookie monster. Like, If there are any cookies in the house, I will find them, and I will probably, if if I'm feeling normal, I will probably eat the whole entire bag uh, by myself. And they do it that way on purpose, too. I feel like it's a trap they set. You know, like this bag of cookies we're getting, it's not the Chips Ahoy. It's, you know, a knockoff brand. It's still really good. It's the chewy kind. It comes in the red package, but there's not any Ziploc to, like, seal it back up. And that's my justification anyway. It's like there's no Ziploc on it. So I'm like, well, you know, you got to eat them before they go bad. You know, you don't want to waste this $1.50 on cookies, do you? You better eat them. Get some milk out. Let's do it. Uh, Anyways, let's take another drink. So I watched this really, really great uh, documentary today on Hulu. It's called Kid 90. I didn't know what it was about other than the fact that it was going to be 90s. uh, You know what it's like to grow up in the 90s. And I'm, you know, I'm a fan of that shit. I grew up in the 90s. I was not a teenager in the 90s, which I feel like that was the last like little bit of freedom. You know what I mean? Like 50s. Uh, you know, one person worked, you had two cars, a big house, couple of kids, a dog. You could pay for that house, you know, just with one person working, just a decent job. You know, if you were a hard worker and you had a decent job and a part-time job, you're really doing good for yourself. You know, uh, that's how I like to think I would be in the fifties, you know, and it's just like everything worked out. The nineties to me was like the last great time to be a youth, to be a teenager, to be a kid, because you could get away with so much shit, dude. I remember the older kids in my neighborhood doing just crazy ass shit that you just couldn't get away with today. I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to name anything they did, uh, but it was just, you know, it just felt like the last great era. The The music was great. You know, the The movies were fucking great. The actors were great. Um, so anyway, this kid 90, this follows uh, Punky Brewster, the girl who played Punky Brewster. Her name is, oh, God, I can't even remember. Oh, Soleil Moon Fry is her name. The weirdest fucking name I've ever heard. Uh, but she was a character, man. And Punky Brewster kind of blew up when it first came out and everything. And she happened to just have, like, her and her older brother just did this thing together. It's just, like, their kind of thing where they just had a video camera and they would just roll. And the the crowds she was running in were, you know, all the fucking movie stars. Um, I thought I had the IMDB pulled up here, but I guess I, I don't, um, let's pull it up real quick. It was just a great show, man. It, it, it was nostalgic. You know, I saw a lot of actors that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, Harold, I'm I'm researching these these names right now. Okay, what was it called? Kid 90 IMDB. If you don't know about IMDb, it's the best source. This is not an advertisement. This is the it's the best source to like find actors' names, what other movies they've done. It's a whole database. It's internet movie database. If you haven't heard of it, um, it's the shit. So yeah, like I said, it's it's Soleil Moon Fry. And it's all of her journeys, you know, just growing up with these different kid actors. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, Zach, from uh, Saved by the Bell, one of her close friends, you know. And he was talking about, you know, he was still a kid whenever he was doing Saved by the Bell. and, And the directors are talking to him, you know, before he's about to go out and he's about to do his thing. He's about to act and, you know, they're like, this is, you know... You can be a kid off a set, pretty much, but not on set. Like, you have to be an adult on set. These are adult things we're talking about. You know, you have to grow up, pretty much. And it's just like, Hollywood is just so fucking scummy, dude. Just so scummy. There shouldn't be any. And he's a firm believer. Uh, I-, I wish I could remember his name. Uh, fuck. Oh, here's the other people she was hanging out with. Adam Carolla was one of them. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, David Arquette, uh, Jonathan Brandis. Which I always wonder. If you don't know who Jonathan Brandis is, I always wondered what happened to this guy. Um, no thanks, IMDb. Uh, I'll tell you some of the films he's been in. Uh, Ladybugs with uh, Rodney Dangerfield. That's a great one. I love that one growing up. Uh, what was the other one? I think that was the biggest one that I saw with him uh good king saved by the bell i mean uh, just all the 90s stuff sidekicks dude oh my god i forgot about this movie uh sidekicks with chuck norris holy shit dude wow uh that really takes me back uh but anyways dude i love this guy jonathan brandis and apparently uh 2013 he commits suicide And it's just like, it's just so sad, man, because you can never tell. And and she's talking about this, you know, through all her documentation, through all of the 90s, all the groups they hung out with and all the actors and stuff. And she was like, I didn't see at the time I was in it. I didn't see all his cries for help. And and if you don't know who this kid is, uh, very, dude, this guy was just a born star. Blonde hair, blue eyes decent actor for just being a kid. Um, I, I thought I would, I thought he was just going to take over like Leonardo DiCaprio level. Um, that's the kind of vibe I was getting from him. You know, he's going to blow up and be a huge actor and do a lot of famous things. And, uh, it's just really fucking sad, man. You just never know. She, she was talking about him and saying how he was just, you know, reaching out for help constantly, and she just didn't realize that he just needed someone to talk to, and, oh, man, it's it's just so brutal, because I love this kid, especially in uh, Ladybugs. That's one of my favorite movies growing up. Um, So not to take it to a sour note or anything, we're still drinking, we're still having a good time here, uh, but I do want to put out this resource from you, uh, the Suicide Hotline. If you're having, you know, bad thoughts more than usual, you know if you you know someone maybe you can refer them to this number suicide hotline is 800 273 8255 maybe they'll get the help they need um you, you can only hope they'll get the uh, the help they need so anyways aside from that uh steven dorff was part of the uh, part of the crowd uh Corey feldman oh uh david arquette dude david arquette was hilarious in this documentary, because he's going back and he's like listing off the things they were doing back in the day. You know, you, you start to it starts off innocent, of course. You know, you're all just a bunch of kids and you're hanging out and you're going to the beach and you're going to the movies and you're all dating and wanting to fuck each other and all this and that, and then the drugs start to come into play because like I said, Hollywood is a very grown-up place. Uh but you got kid actors just in, in this world of like, I don't know what to do. I want to be cool and I want to be accepted. And he's talking about smoking crack, you know, Coke, fucking heroin, mushrooms. And I was just uh, honestly shocked. Like David Arquette just doesn't seem like, you know, I guess yet at any age, you know, everybody's young and influenceable at some point in time, but really good documentary, man. It's so funny to see like, You know, video cameras weren't a thing. We take it for granted now, you know. I had to scoop my seat back there. We take it for granted now. Like, everybody has a video camera on their cell phone. Video camera, picture camera, everything you need right at the, you know, the touch of a cell phone. It's right there. Dude, it was so funny because she was behind the camera. Uh, Soleil was behind the camera a lot of the time. Just filming her friends and just kind of talking to them, interviewing them, you know. She even said in the beginning, she's like, somehow I knew one day this would be important, and she was absolutely right. At least for someone like me, I was, I, I was hooked. I was fascinated. I'm, I'm probably gonna watch it again. Uh, but it's so funny to see people's reaction to the video camera. You know, she was like, this is almost out of tape. So answer my question real quick. And one of the guys is like, wow, you know everything about these, these little video cameras. You know, she would be like, hey, you know, what's the philosophy to life? And the girl she was asking would be like, let me see that thing. What are you using? Can you see me? Th-? Like, just the the amount that was in question, like uh, the unknown was amazing, dude. It was amazing to see. And like, as she put it the best, uh, she was like, people back then, You know, they weren't turned on all the time. They were just being themselves. You know, like celebrities now, they got to be on all the time. There's a video camera everywhere, around every corner, you know, on every streetlight. There's just video cameras everywhere. So I have to be on all the time. So all my fans think I am this certain person. And she was saying how beautiful it was to just have pretty much one of the first video cameras or one of the first people to be like, hey, this is a really cool thing. You know, and she's just recording these people. And they're like, what is that? You know, what What are you doing? Oh, you can see me through there? Let me see. You know, like, dude, it's just so crazy. Just what was that, 30 years ago? It's so crazy how far we've come. Now they're all just attached to our pockets. Uh, just people reacting to it or not even reacting to it. Not even noticing it was in the room and just dancing or singing or doing something silly to their heart's content. Because that's what they wanted to do. It wasn't about doing it for a video camera. So it could be recorded forever. Uh, Dude, just a great, great documentary. I highly recommend it. There's so many things I missed. I didn't spoil it for anybody. It's just good. There's so many intricacies that you could go watch it right now and you'd be fine. Uh, Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. Oh, man. Let's take another drink. That was delicious. All right, time for the drink recommendations. This is from MindBodyGreen.com. This is a three-ingredient veggie and citrus cocktail. Sounds kind of interesting for all you fucking vegans out there, man, trying to save the planet and all the fucking cattle fats. You're gonna need one and a half ounces of gin, one tablespoon organic veggies. This is what I hate about the organic veggies. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Juice of one lemon or about two tablespoons. Four ounces of sparkling water. Here's how the hell you make it. Uh, Mix the ingredients together. Shake with ice until combined. Garnish with a lemon peel. Optional add honey for sweetness. That's not vegan. Technically, I think. That's from mindbodygreen.com. The next one I have for you. I'm trying to read this one. Oh, theguardian.com. How weird is that? We just talked about the Cleveland Guardians early in the episode. This is from theguardian.com. Uh, what's the name of this cocktail? Dude, I do like this Samsung, by the way. I do like the Samsung, but it's just... I think cell phones just piss me off in general. Okay, so this one, uh, theguardian.com. Champagne lassie is what it's called. You're going to need half a scoop of mango sorbet... Shop, bought, or homemade. Two and a half mil good single malt whiskey. We use Glyn Grand Cru. Uh, interesting name there. Five mils apricot liqueur. We use Briotet. Uh It's probably French. I'm probably saying it wrong. 75 mils of champagne to top. Uh, here's how you make the sorbet, if you want to know. I'm assuming I'm, they don't have like directions of how to do this, but... You know, put all that shit in a cup. You'll <laughs> you'll be fine. Uh, here's how you make the sorbet. Three ripe mangoes. I actually might just steal this part of the recipe. Three ripe mangoes, peeled and stoned. 200 grams castor sugar and the juice of one lime. To make the sorbet at home, put the mango flesh in a blender. Add the sugar, lime juice, and 200 mils water, then blend smooth, making sure the sugar dissolves. Churn in an ice cream machine or pour into container and freeze, stirring every 30 minutes or so until set. Uh, store up for three months. That's great, dude. You can make a couple of these in a in a few months, you know, on a hot Saturday or something. Uh, so that is the guardian.com That is the champagne lassie. Did they even say to put champagne in there? Oh, yeah, 75 mils. Uh, of champagne. All right. The next one I have for you is from threeolivesbranch.com. This is the blueberry mojito. Now you guys know how I feel about mint. I am just not a fan, you know, just, I mean, brushing my teeth. Sure. Mint all the way. But other than that, I I don't like it. Uh, But this actually sounds really good. And dude, I, I can't describe these pictures. I'm seeing enough uh to do it justice. So uh, no I don't want your fucking newsletter, man. Oh, it's going to do this to me, huh? threeolivesbranch.com. Here's uh here's what you're going to need. Let's hopefully I can scroll down to this before the the ad pops up here. I mean, is my phone going to load? Jesus Christ. Samsung. Dude, I you know, I have noticed a couple of things Just having this phone, you know, like I really needed a new phone for a long time, but there's just things that fucking drive me crazy about this shit. Anyways, uh, threeolivesbranch.com. You're going to need a fourth cup blueberries, fresh or frozen, six, six mint leaves, one teaspoon sugar, one ounce lime juice, two ounces white rum, and club soda. Here's how the hell you make it. Put the blueberries, mint leaves, sugar, and lime juice in the bottom of a tall glass. Use a muddler or the end of a spoon to crush the ingredients together, including bursting most of the berries. Uh, Fill the glass with ice. Pour the rum over ice. Top off the glass with club soda. Garnish with more limes, mint, and blueberries as desired. Uh, That's threeolivesbranch.com. That's the drink recommendations. As always, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Uh, just be safe out there, guys. Stay where the hell you're at. You know, there's no reason to go anywhere. You're, you're fucking drunk. Sit down, Todd. Uh, anyways, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. All right, and to end the podcast, I wanted to talk about this real quick. I thought this was kind of neat. Everybody is getting in the hard seltzer game, and I love it, dude. Uh, Samuel Adams from Samuel Adams Beer, is paired up with Mountain Dew, or Pepsi, uh, to create a hard seltzer, which I am super excited about. And I was talking to someone the other day, and they were telling me that, you know, the Mountain Dew's probably not going to be allowed to have, like, caffeine in it, because that's what I was thinking. I'm like, Sam Adams, good beer company, Mountain Dew. uh, I've drank several Mountain Dews in my day. You know, it's, it's great. You get the caffeine, you get the liquor or alcohol. It's not liquor, more than likely. Uh, and you're good. You know, you get the buzz, but you're not falling asleep. That's the best of both worlds. And someone was telling me the other day about like Four loco. Like when Four loco came out, that was their thing. They had the caffeine. They had the booze in there. So you could stay up all night drinking and, you know, just having a good time. Uh, apparently, I, I don't know, I haven't researched any of this. Apparently, that was taking people out. It was like killing people somehow, which still doesn't make sense to me. It's like, yes, okay, alcohol is a depressant, and caffeine, yes, is a, you know, like an upper, uh, what is it, depressant, and what's the opposite of depressant? Uh, I don't fucking know. Uh, but yeah, it was basically taking people out. I guess it was too much on people's bodies, and it was killing people. So four loco had to pull their shit off the counters, reassess, and take the caffeine out, and now they're all good. I see four loco everywhere. I can't find my topo chico anywhere, but I can see I see four loco everywhere. So I was kind of excited. I was like, yes, it's going to be great. It's the perfect party drink. Stay awake, and you know, you start to feel a little tipsy. It'll it'll be a good time, but apparently that's not uh, what they're allowed to do anymore. So these these flavors look really good too. They got lemonade. Uh black cherry. What's origin oh original? What? It's like a lemon, uh, strawberry, peach. Um I'm trying to find out when these are gonna drop actually to hit the market early 2022. The company said Tuesday, so be looking out for those, man. Uh those look delicious, dude. I I love Mountain Dew. I know it's not good for you, but um I love Mountain Dew already. Um, that's, that's what I need. I just need another fucking thing to get addicted to, right? You know, if it's not one thing, it's another. I I, I, Video games, you get sucked into their little world. Booze, you get sucked into their little uh, TV shows. Oh, dude, I've watched an ungodly amount of Modern Family recently. Oh, what a fucking great show, dude. That, that show... It's not just comedy, dude. There's layers to that comedy. That there what's the one episode, dude? I couldn't stop laughing at it for a week straight. It'll probably still make me chuckle at this point. Um, it was the whole, you know, the husband went to college, you know, and he's always wearing his bulldog's jersey, you know, or or pullover hoodie or whatever. And so, you know, he was like, Yeah, hey, I got a couple of buddies. You know, from college coming over. She's like, oh, woo, go bullfrogs. And she, he's like, honey, it's bulldogs. And she's like, oh, I can't even remember is it, if it's bullfrogs or bulldogs. So, you know, sorry about that. And he's like, you can't tell when me and my friends are on the phone that it's bulldogs. And then they, they cut to a scene of him on the, on the phone with his friends. And he's going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dude, there are so many fucking layers to that joke. I just, it's its genius to me. I don't know how they thought of that shit. They have a whole backstory behind it. And you know, the funny thing is, is they keep bringing it up in different episodes. You know, every time the wife calls, go bullfrogs, and he's like, honey, it's bulldogs, dude. It's, it's just clever uh, writing. And I don't know what style of show that is, but it's like The Office. It's like Parks and Rec. You know, it's just that style of like awkward comedy. Uh, just following a family around, they all do their confessionals. It's a uh, dude, it's just a great fucking show. The, uh, like I said, the comedy in that has just got so many layers to it. I I can't stop laughing. But uh, that's pretty much it for me for tonight. It's everything I've been watching, everything I've been thinking about for the most part. Um, so you guys have a good week. I will talk to you guys next week, probably Sunday. Don't drink and drive. Get a Uber. Get a lift. One eighty six. Uh, drink until your podcast the only podcast that lasts until the last. Uh, if you got them, drinking Bottoms up. I don't have much left. Cheers, everybody. Alright, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Be safe. Love you. Bye.